I would like to welcome you to this Bible study for May 27th, 2020. I encourage you to share this Bible study with family, friends, and associates because I truly believe that when God's Word is sent out, it never returns empty. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we especially thank you today for your creation that you brought into existence. We know by reading and studying your Holy Word that you created an unblemished earth for us to enjoy and have dominion over. We struggle with being good stewards of your creation and admit we have made many mistakes in that endeavor. We thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to help begin cleansing and renewing us. We pray that you would allow your Holy Spirit to descend on us, slow down our racing minds, and open our eyes to see where you show up in our everyday lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Over the past two months, many of us, and possibly you as well, may have been asking the question, where is God? Maybe we're looking for a burning bush event, but more often than not, we see God in the small, loving deeds done by people, just like you. Let's first explore God's Word as written in the Holy Bible. In the very first sentence of the Bible, we learn of God's creative nature. In the second sentence of the Bible, or verse 2, we learned that the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. From listening to Tim Mackey's podcast, as well as the Bible Project videos, along with help from Logos Bible Study Software Program, I have learned that the Hebrew word for spirit is ruach, which literally interpreted means breath or wind. Throughout the Bible, we see that the Holy Spirit power is used to empower people for specific tasks. Joseph and Daniel both were empowered by the Holy Spirit and gave them the gift of understanding and interpreting dreams. Through the Holy Spirit, the prophets were empowered to bring messages from God to the people of Israel. These messages were brought through the prophets were both warnings and promises. Warnings in the form of what would happen if the Israelites didn't clean up their act and promises that God would send his spirit again to begin creating order of the chaotic mess that humans had caused to God's perfect creation. At the time, they were thinly veiled revelations that God would send a Savior for the world. It is through the life of Jesus that God carries out the return of his Spirit. After Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, the beautiful scene of God's Spirit descending on Jesus in the form of a dove empowers him to begin his mission to heal the human condition and start a new creation. At Pentecost, God's Spirit empowered the disciples to begin sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. From Genesis to Revelation, God reveals himself 
to us through his word. Now, I would like to share a story that may shed some light on how God uses us to share his love and bear witness to him. For five years, I had the awesome pleasure of teaching 4th, 5th, and 6th grade Sunday school at St. Paul's Lutheran Church. On many occasions, I have been asked various forms of the question, what does God look like? Or how do we know where God is? Our Sunday school year begins anew every September, and for the benefit of my first-time students, I would ask all of the kids to look out the window and tell me if they could see the wind. Most of the first-year kids in my class would usually answer, yes, especially if it is a windy day. There happens to be a tall tree right outside the window in our classroom, and more often than not, the wind is blowing the branches and leaves on the tree. After the new kids are convinced they can see the wind, some of the older kids and I explain they really can't see the wind, but they can see how the wind has an effect on the trees. This is the analogy I use, often use to describe what God looks like, or better yet, how can we see the effect of God? God is love, and until Jesus returns, he relies on us to be his earthly delivery system of the love he so freely gives to us. A little over two years ago, I witnessed a family friend's unscripted journey that started with a diagnosis of breast cancer. With her, her permission, I'm going to take you along on Haley Bell's journey to highlight and draw attention to the witness of God's unending love, grace, and compassion. 849 days ago, Haley received the results of a biopsy and heard these words, You have breast cancer. She was numb, broken, and scared. She was accompanied by one of her best friends, and when she arrived back home from hearing the devastating news, what would become known as her tribe had already started assembling in her den. I want you to understand this tribe was large and it was real. They were there to support her, cry with her, and love on her. God's love, compassion, care were already waiting on Haley in the form of a group of young woman, women who were there to begin to walk with her on her unscripted journey. Haley has three beautiful children. She pondered and worried about how she would tell them of her diagnosis and explain her upcoming journey to them. Her loving family showed up in mass to guide and support her. She told her kids, and they cried, and then came to acceptance, and then supported her during her journey. Her entire family was there to love and support her, and continued to be there for her throughout her journey. God showed up in Haley's family members and continued to be with her as they represented God, who is our Heavenly Father. As Haley pondered and tried to process what would come next, she had to choose a surgeon and an oncologist. Surely this is something no one ever plans for. Members of Haley's tribe and her family immediately begin working behind the scenes 
to reach out to surgeons and oncologists that could help her and were immediately available. One friend was able to find a surgeon through another friend connection, and another was able to connect with an oncologist that was a childhood friend of the tribe member, as well as a recent survivor of breast cancer. Once again, we see God's love and compassion show up. Haley learned she would have a double mastectomy, go through chemo and radiation. I witnessed people that I did not even know, that did not even know Haley, but had heard of her unscripted journey, reach out to her and offer support. Haley had women stopping her as she would come out of church to offer support, as well as firsthand advice based on a sister who walked the same journey. Once again, we see God's love. One of Haley's boys played baseball in the Palmetto Baseball League, and his team began wearing pink belts, had pink breast cancer ribbons applied to their shirts, all in unity and to honor and support Haley. Also, at one of their games, the opposing team even presented Haley with flowers to show their support. Haley's daughter's dance studio owner said her tuition was covered for the rest of the year. Another group paid for her daughter's dance competition-related fees. One Friday, around 20 young girls, including Haley's daughter, wore tribe t-shirts to school in support of Haley. This show of support and love began as a group text among middle schoolers. God's love manifests itself through coaches, business owners, parents, students, and tribe team members. On Haley's first day at chemo treatment, an out-of-town friend of hers from grammar school made a surprise visit to sit with her during her treatment. I understand the trip was coordinated behind the scenes by some tribe members. God's love shows up in the form of a lifelong friend that, by the way, had gone through a similar unscripted journey. The next segment of this story may not speak directly to the love of God being manifested through others, but does serve as an example of the fact that God does hear our prayers and he does answer our prayers. Even at first blush, if it's not the answer we prayed for. It's not a well-guarded secret that for the year before Haley's diagnosis, she wanted to increase the size of her family. Through discussion with her husband and many prayers sent to God, Haley hoped for one more child. Haley and her mom shared a story with me regarding the type of breast cancer she had. My medical terminology is lacking, but I think you will see how God worked in this journey yet another time. You see, Haley's cancer was estrogen-based, and had she gotten pregnant while her cancer was active, her oncologist told her it would have led a firestorm in her body. We all may not know why God answers our prayers with a no sometimes, but in this case, thanks be to God. As a result of chemo treatment, Haley lost her beautiful hair. At that moment, Haley was not only battling cancer, but was also greatly concerned about how she was going to look wearing a wig 
One evening, family and friends gathered at Haley's house, and someone brought a pair of hair clippers. At the end of the evening, her husband, her dad, one of her sons, and several of her son's friends, as well as several of her husband's friends, had shaved their heads to show their love and support for Haley. There were many more heartwarming stories during Haley's journey that illustrated God's love for us through friends, family, and strangers. But these are a few I wanted to share with you. We often think of or imagine God's manifestation through the lens of his miracles, like the healing of the sick, opening of the eyes of the blind, parting of the sea, turning water into wine, the plagues brought on Pharaoh, and many other miracles and works. But please remember, God works through each one of us as individuals, as a community, because we are disciples of Christ. Haley has told her family and friends on many occasions that she was blown away by all the support from family, friends, and total strangers. That is a natural response and legitimate feeling to have because, simply put, God's love is incredible. Now, just contemplate, where have you seen God over the past 72 days? In what ways have you shown up for others? God is not missing. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. While this season of time we are in right now is totally new for us in frightful and bewildering ways, this is nothing new for God. He has been through droughts, plagues, hurricanes, wars, and many other disasters, and his love for us has not wavered. He wants us to share that love. Not just some, but all of our brothers and sisters. Our vision statement at St. Paul's Lutheran Church is learning, loving, living God's Word. As we live into that vision, more people will see God showing up. Finally, I would like to leave you with a blessing that is actually the last verse in God's Word. It can be found in the book of Revelation, chapter 22, verse 21. And in memory of Jess Ballantyne, I will use the King James Version. Here is the blessing. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen.